Hey, what's happening? It's Freeway Frank, and this is episode 137 of the Drive-By Podcast with Rick Campanelli, Much Music alumni, coming up in a second. But first, our sponsor, Les Delices Lafrenet, for custom cakes and celebrating the biggest moments of your life, you'll want to head there for the most delectable desserts in the city of Montreal with five locations, including my home location in Brossard on Tachereau. It's Les Delices Lafrenet. This is the drive-by with Freeway Frank. The drive-by podcast is brought to you by OwnSpace, your all-in-one real estate point of sale. My dear friend Rick Campanelli is back. Oh, my dear friend, that's beautiful. Thank you. You don't like the way I said no, that? No, I love that. I love yeah. that. But you went. This this is the gesture you made when I said, "My dear friend." It's nice. No, no, it's nice. I'm inside. I'm thinking that's that's beautiful because I don't get that often. So no, thanks, thanks Frank. Dear, See, the, the thing is, Rick, is that everybody thinks they're your friend because you were on television for so long <laughs> and much music, right? And you had that like you yeah. really appealed to so many people and you connected to so many people that people just they feel like they know you. I guess I guess they assume that, and and I do like meeting people. I I, I guess you can say yeah, I do become friends with people that have watched me on television because if they're going to reach out to me, and uh, you know, in these days it's so easy. We're all accessible. You know, everyone is around the world. So if someone's going to reach out to me, I'm going to reply back, and I'm going to say thank you for taking the time and. And sometimes, very rarely, those do turn into friendships. Yes. Long-running friendships. Yeah. But us, it's, it's a different, different story. It's level. We go way back. Way uh, back to... Because we, we were in the industry around the same time same when time. we started. 1996 is when we met. 96. Yeah. And, and you had been doing it for how many years since? Radio or the podcast? No, the, the radio. The radio, I did it for 30 years before I got... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know a bit about that. Yeah, I know a bit about that. Yeah, but that's yeah. the day, that's the age we live in. Like, that nothing is, the, is a guarantee. No, forever. And everyone is... Uh, Expendable. Well, I, I was going to say that too, <laughs> but, but there's, there's always someone that's going to jump into your position to do your job for a fraction of the price. Yes. Because 30 years, you work up this experience. Yep. We both do, because it'll be 30 years for me since winning the temp contest next summer it's july wild. 1994 is when yeah. i won so 2024 next so you build up the experience you build up the knowledge and the expertise and then in the year 2022 2023 a kid comes along that could do it just as good um and they got to start somewhere too so i you know it's 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 the business it's the nature of the beast the difference is there's no place to start now no. because much music which is the reason why you're here in Montreal on this 299 Queen Street West tour. Documentary tour. You're on a tour. Yeah, you're like yeah. a rock star. It's you're across experience. Canada. Yeah, it's an experience. Yeah, yeah. They don't have that place well, anymore. Well, they it's jump onto social media. Exactly. Um, now it's, it's actually, in a way, it's almost, can I say, it's not necessarily better because you can't compare it to the days of much music, but it's, it's more accessible. Anybody could go on YouTube. And anybody does. And, and their mother. The thing, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and their, their sister. Yeah. And and the dog. Every, and everybody the in the too. family. There's <laughs> dogs that are more popular <laughs> than us. Oh, we were following this, this cat uh, <laughs> page the other day. Th hundreds of thousands of followers. Like, but, yeah. but anyone can. And that's cool, though. I like, I like that. It is, yeah. Because it just, it's, 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 it's the changing times. And, and people are talented out there. And 
why not? And you're, if you're following your dream of being in, in front of someone's face on social media because you have a talent, you have a skill, good for you. Good Absolutely. For you. Yeah. Back in the day, it wasn't like that. At all. You had to work hard at getting on television or on the radio. It took n- not just months, sometimes years. Auditions. Know? Auditions. Reapplying. All that. Now all you, that. Could, you could have instant fame. If you know what you're doing. Even if you don't know what you're doing, because let's be honest, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of people, you go on YouTube and you're like, this person has no clue what they're doing. I, How do they have a million views on I, this? They I must cr- do something I don't, you know. They well, they're, they're making some- these viral videos, and I, and I yeah. cringe at those, those, those aggressive videos that they're taking chances. It's like, yeah. you, you're going to sacrifice your body the one body that God gives us to get viewers, like go to go viral. Yes. You're going to jump off <laughs> the tower over here. That's You're gonna, just going to jump off and whatever happens, yeah. happens. But I'm going to get millions of views. Yeah. Okay, well, you might not have a life, but you'll have a lot of views. It's sad that that's happening. It because, is sad. Yeah. You know, and, and the copycat people out there on social media that are doing it. But it's just a different time, man. And, and that's what people want to see, I guess. Mm. Some? Well, people don't. There's some people, Rick, that don't even know the past. Like they, okay. So anyone over the age of thirty, what knows you from television and much music? Let's do some quick math. Yeah. You went off the air in what two thousand and five? Five. I was off much music two thousand five. Started ET Canada that same summer. Okay. Off of ET Canada. So, okay, so let's, let's talk the much besides yeah, the yeah. the ET Canada, which which was just canceled right it just yeah that's ended, right. that, that ended too yes. which is further proving our point all that good things must come to an end tv and radio yeah. is everything's temporary pretty doomed. It's everything's, a, temporary. everything's temporary <laughs> except for rick the temp <laughs> and so you do some quick math it's 18 years ago so if somebody was 12 or 13 18 years ago then yeah, they're right. 29 30 right. 31 right so anyone about that age knows who you are. If knows watch, much music. Knows, knows much music. The, the and heyday. Older. Yeah, yeah the heyday. Older. Yeah, yeah. And there really is no comparison. First of all, it is amazing to see you here Good to see you, man. at my new cool. studio. Great studio here, too. Thank you so much. You were my first fun. guest ever yes. on the drive-by. Back at your old studio. Which was my house. It's your house. Which was a good your setup. basement. Yeah, yeah, it was my basement. Now we're in the attic of this beautiful loft yeah. here. It's gorgeous. Very nice. I love the exposed brick. Thank you very much. And all It's your, real brick. Uh, is that real yeah, stuff Yeah, some people say, hey, did you put, where did you get that wallpaper? I'm like, no, no, no. They had, like, back Back in the day, this was, I think it was a monastery. They wow. had nuns living here. Yeah, so we go from nuns. We're keeping uh, the theme going with Rick Campanelli, good Catholic. I go to church every Sunday. I always Sunday. have to mention that. Yeah, I always have to mention Gotta go to church. Remember yeah. in Vegas, I'd bring you to church yeah. with me? You didn't want to come, but I go, Frank, we got to go pray because if you want to win at poker or yeah. whatever you're playing, you got to yeah. go to church. And I'm like, I don't think uh, <laughs> doesn't work the deal with God and doesn't Jesus work. is betting and gambling and <laughs> praying for your teams to come in. But... It's the way you see it. So, Rick, honestly, it, when I see you, I picked Rick up at the airport. Yeah, when I that. picked you up at the airport and I see you again, it's like we, we just left off. You know, I just saw you maybe a week ago. We just pick up from where we left off. Where we left off. And the last time would have been your first episode, like you yeah. said. I think that was That's the last time we saw each other. how long ago. It was almost Close to two years, two years ago. Yeah, yeah. But so, I think when you're good friends in life, that's the way it is. Yes, and we have a lot of history. We go way yeah. back. There's lots of stories to be told. Lots of stories. That we won't tell them all. Well, yeah. we, well I'm think sharing we a lot with you. Yeah, a lot of stories. Podcast. But yeah. I think we've told uh, 80% of them on the first yeah. episode. Yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> if we did. And maybe out. I exposed myself. Yeah, I exposed yourself. But that was Because you're fact. that good of a friend. I yeah, wouldn't do that for everybody. I know that. But, <laughs> but you know, the thing about it was it's still in the top three podcasts that I've done. 
downloads and streaming. Congratulations. Yeah, top three. No, congratulations to you. Oh. It's in the top three. And it's because... We entertain people, I guess. Yes. And, and it's real. It's stuff that... You wouldn't hear, we're talking about back in the day. That comes up a lot with us because those were some heyday great moments of much music and radio for all yeah, those years. Yeah. But Well, we were in the same city. We were hanging we out were. on a nightly basis. We were in doing Toronto this. for seven I years. I even crashed at your place many times. Many times. You know. And I was at your place many times. Many times. So yeah. there you go. We have that history. You yeah. Know? And they were just special time. I can't explain how special yeah. a time it was. It was a magical, was. Time. Was a really magical was. time. Yeah. And you're here for the 299 Queen Street West documentary, which yeah. is happening uh, on screens across Canada. Yeah. You're on a tour. As I said, I wasn't kidding when you yeah. said you're on tour. We're going across Canada. Yeah, yeah. and tonight, yeah. Uh, at the time of this recording, you're, you're at the Rialto Theater in Montreal, in Montreal. where yeah. they're showcasing the documentary, and then there's a Q&A after that. But as I mentioned, those are some really special times because nothing even close to it exists nowadays. Back in the day, they would bring rock stars, artists. I remember you having, uh, I think you still, you might still have it, the Britney Spears. I got rid of the Britney you got chair. Rid of the Britney chair. I got rid of the Britney chair. I had to, I was hanging on to it for the longest time and uh, I had to part with my uh, Britney Spears chair. Um, that is in the documentary, the clip of that interview where we're talking about these two sofas and I'm saying these are too nice for us to sit on. Um, but that made, made it, I had to take one of them home with me. I yeah. actually bought it from the set designer who had rented them for that set. Every set was different for every artist. Yeah. And that was Britney's set. So I kept those chairs for a while. And so there's a story with pretty much every artist that came through. And yeah. when we say every artist, we mean every artist well, came through they Queen really Street. Did. They made a stop at Much Music because Much Music was a big place for their careers yep. and, and what they were doing with music videos. It, it was the one big stop in Canada that artists made because Toronto you know they're all performing there maybe some of them are recording their albums there but they're spending a lot of time in Toronto and that's where much music was 299 Queen Street yeah. West so they're gonna not miss out on that opportunity to be on that program and talk about their album their video whatever it is they want to talk about you're right every big artist I'm looking at your wall here and and these artists stop by much music it's I, I go down memory lane yeah. with this documentary because you forget about some moments because there were so many of those moments and, and a lot of them aren't even on screen that you'll see in this documentary. The director, Sean Menard, went through, I think it was like 4,000 hours of footage, archival footage that we, they kept in the library and it's only a two-hour film. You can't air everything but it just happened to be like Every day was so special because every day was a different day. You're getting a different artist. We're introducing a new video. We're giving it its premiere for Canadians to see for the first time. We're breaking a new band in the indie spotlight. It was, it was just so magical and special back then. And uh, you're right. Nothing will ever be able to replicate that. These days, there are different things happening in the world and on social media. But it was just a special time where even the viewers of Much Music could come down and be part of a Britney Spears live at Much or a Jay-Z live at Much. The fans of these yeah. artists were that close. There. And not just there, they got a chance to ask the questions to their icons. Yeah. And that was special. You, yeah, you much, on, uh, much on Demand. Much on Demand, live at Much, I and I, you know, all yeah. those three. Intimate and Interactive, yeah. we're all yeah. pioneering got, shows that put 
music television on the map here in Canada. Of yeah. course, in the United States, it was MTV, but we had our own thing yeah. here, and that was much music. And you mm -hmm. were... The difference, though, between us and MTV is MTV, as you know, was in Times Square, but they yep. were on the second floor, the second level. Right. We were street... You were street, street level. Yeah. You open up those garage yeah. door windows, whatever they called them, <laughs> still don't know the actual term, the, the windows, yeah. and people came in just to in. the environment. You came, we brought them in. And that was so special. Mm -hmm. Couldn't do that at MTV. Like MTV no. were doing great things, don't get me wrong, but that's, that's what uh, set us apart from the other music video channels around the world. Yeah. Like, they were there. The artist was right there. They were like, always are there. Are you kidding me? Like, and when I was a fan, you'd walk by those windows and you'd look in, what, Duran Duran is in there? Like the Chili Peppers are right there. Yeah. That's where they are. And, and a very easy, accessible street corner in, in Toronto, Queen and John. Who determined, I mean, because was there a pecking order in terms of seniority or, you know, who determined who was doing which interview? Because it seemed like, you know, George Strombo would get yeah. the ones that more, more in tune with his character. Yeah, yeah. He and got then, Trent Reznor and Tool. And exactly. <laughs> like they would, and it's not. And the thing is, I know you and you liked all those bands as well. I remember we went to did, Las yeah. Vegas to see Cake, you took, right? Yeah, that's right. We, we saw Cake. Jimmy Eat World. Jimmy, well, that was yeah. a different. So a different, we saw Jimmy yeah, Eat World, yeah. but Blink-182, Green Day, Jimmy Eat World was that's one right. concert that's we right. went to. Yeah. And then uh, Travis Barker, we were playing Blackjack, and then he came over, and I think, remember that? See, it's moments like this yeah. that I forget. The drummer I, so, came yeah, over. Travis yeah, Travis came over a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. So what happened? I, he started playing with us? No, he was just watching. I think yeah. you were, you were yeah. playing some Blackjack. We were playing some Blackjack. Well, we were like high rollers. They, no, they no, wanted we to observe. No, no we he was no. just there and you were just talking to him. And I was like, hey, Rick. But, you know, Travis Barker, See, the I drummer of like Blink-182, yeah, yeah. just comes over and he recognizes Rick in Las Vegas. And it, it was so natural. Because so, I guess I, yeah, we you've interviewed, interviewed Blink-182 yeah. a number of times. Yeah, but it was so wild. It was yeah, just it was moments wild. like See, that, that. Thank you, man. For yeah. I, 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 yeah, As I get older and as I age... You know, and, and the brain cells that were once there are not there anymore, whether it's from, you know, having a couple cocktails, <laughs> one too many cocktails back in the day. But I, and I love when people reach out to me on Instagram these days and remind me, like you just did there, Frank, you reminded me about little moments, those little special moments that there were so many of them. And you can't remember all of them because my mind isn't as sharp as it was. But uh, yeah, I guess people like that and artists like that, we, you, you developed a friendship, this relationship with yeah. them because you were interviewing them so often because much music was the place to come yes. for these bands. So you, you interview them not just once, but two, three, multiple times. And in, you know, you, know, you, you make a, an impact on them and they remember. And I mean, it means a lot to me actually. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure, because I remember you, you probably still have a lot of the phone numbers of some of these artists because you did become friends with several did, artists. And I remember I when I was yeah. in Vancouver yeah. and that's when I had met Rick before I moved to Toronto and then we were even closer in Toronto. I remember you, you know, hooking me up with uh, AJ yeah, and yeah. Howie of the Backstreet, oh, the Backstreet Boys, Boys because yeah. nice guys. you meet them so often. So you become friends with them. You become friends you with really them. really do. So when they were there, there's like, they're like, you know, I'm interviewing the Backstreet Boys and AJ's like, so the temp tells me you're the guy here and you're so they invite me that night to a nightclub yes, where you're appearing. The next yes, thing you know, there's yes. women all around and we're eating pizza and hanging yeah. out. The weird. <laughs> and all because, you know, I'm Rick's friend. And wow. that's that's how easy it was. We were talking about this in the in the car coming here to the studio. 
it was easy back in the day because of the position you had to get. I mean, you got, even I, radio to a much lesser degree. We got a lot of stuff. We did. Free things. Oh, oh it was like swag type swag stuff. Swag stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, just free stuff galore because everybody right. wanted you to wear, <laughs> their caps, you to wear it, clothes or, or yeah, drive it yeah, or yeah, eat yeah. it or it was wild. That, that, that's, that goes hand in hand with the stuff that we did back in the day because yeah. if you're on television or radio back then, um, it was a way to get that item or product out there to the masses. And, uh, you know, they stopped, they said, you know, you can't wear logos, you can't wear this, you can't wear that. But it, 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 was, it was a weird world because I wasn't used to that. Like I had, I had just won this contest and now I'm like this, in a way, you're a walking billboard in a, you know, for clothing lines or, or whatever the line or product is. And um, it was all being thrown at you mm-hmm. because you're on nationwide television or, or on the radio or whatever it is. But uh, it was a weird world to get used to, that's for sure. I remember. Because I worked hard for everything you back did. in the day. Even before, no, like even before yep. going on television. I mean, like the work ethic, and I think, you know, European, Italians, whatever it is, yep. but we were taught from our parents, you got to work hard mm-hmm. at something if you want it in life. So it was always that way with me. And now I'm getting things thrown at me. It's like, but I didn't do anything to deserve it. But, but you did. But I, It's because of your history and your past that you have, you do have a, a legacy from television, from music television. And so people know you, you have a familiar face, or as they call it these days, you have a brand, I have a brand, whatever. Yeah. And that's what gets you some of the stuff you get today. And, and you do deserve it because it came with hard work. And a lot of people just think, yeah, oh, it just, they just throw it at you. You're so lucky. But then you start to realize when you lose some of the gigs and you're not doing the things you were doing, that decreases, yeah. and it, right? <laughs> yeah. It's not the same as well, it was. It's not the same. No, no way. No, it's back in the day. But it'll never be the same as it was at much or when I was with ET Canada. Those yeah. are two different worlds um, that we're living today, uh, whether we're doing podcasts or social media brand partnerships or whatever it is. That was different times. Absolutely. In Com- my eyes anyway. Yeah, completely different. So this documentary, I'm coming tonight to see it. Yeah, it's you're at the, good, good. the Rialto Theater. Yeah. It's called Tuna- Nice Place. Like, Real- it sounds like a oh, nice beautiful place. place. Rialto oh, Theater. Yeah. yeah, absolutely gorgeous like, theater. I just keep thinking the Rialto Bridge in uh, in Venice there. Well, the world famous Rialto might be named after that, but it's it's a beautiful yeah. okay, classic. Good. Yeah, you're gonna love it. Just a great location. Great old old uh, hall. Old it's, place. it's older. Yeah, yeah, old hall. It's kind of like Sweet. Danforth. Is it possible? Danforth Music Hall. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. It reminds me a little bit about yeah. the Danforth Music Hall in been Toronto. There in years. I think last time I was there, I saw Corey Hart. You might yeah. have been there with and, me. And no, no, I saw the hip there. The hip were doing a, a Trillium Benefit concert there. Right. I remember, I was up in the balcony. Yeah. And so, yeah, great, great a, venue. A, a Rialto, I think, I'm trying to remember what I was there for. There was a big event. It was a Gino Vanelli, but it was like yeah. something. It's a great room for jazz, that Can't kind wait, of music, man. a documentary. So, 299 Queen, Queen Street, Street West. West. It's a, like you're saying, a two hour documentary going through 4,000 hours or more of footage documenting the history of the much music and the, the impact, the the impact that it had on started yeah, and the impact it, it had on on us as young Canadians growing yeah. up and people around the world because it was broadcast around the world but um, Sean Menard takes you right back to the beginning you learn things I, I did I thought I knew everything about much music because I I watched it religiously as a, as a kid but you learn things it takes you right up until 
I call it the downward spiral days, you know, well, when people weren't as interested in the music video and they were more interested in the pop culture reality program mm-hmm. that MTV was starting to air. Yep. And that was a change, uh, you know, with people's desire, what they wanted to watch. Um, but he tells the whole story. He's a great director. He did the Vince Carter effect, the Carter effect documentary. Uh, Toronto um, Raptors. That was at, they... the, was at TIFF back in 2017. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, listen, this documentary has been years in the making. Uh, even before Sean, other people wanted to do it, but we're so glad that Sean was able to do it and telling this beautiful story the way he does. Uh, I hope you like it. I hope people that are going out there to see it across Canada, and we're going across Canada in the months of October and November. I hope, I hope they really get something from it. I laughed. I cried. It brought back so many memories. It was a trip down memory lane for me, just remembering those, those clips that I was a part of, but even seeing Steve Anthony up there doing his thing or Michael Williams or Erica M or George or whoever it was, it just it brings you back to that just simpler time. Yeah. You know? That era was... No cell phones around. No. You know. But that was... That's what I tell anyone who wants to listen from the younger generation. And I say that. Anyone who wants to listen because the attention spans are short. <laughs> it, that was the our cell phone, social media era. But it was all on TV, on TV and radio. Yeah. Radio was the audio version of what streaming is today yeah or where this is on apple's spotify and all that television is youtube yeah. or twitch or any of these other yeah. things right but well but, and even going back to speaker's corner speaker's which was corner the original youtube you yeah. could go into this booth yeah. drop your loony in there and just speak your mind and it recorded you recorded and, you yeah, yeah. and then so, there was a show on the weekend on city tv that aired mm-hmm. you know the the entertaining ones and then they kept the censored ones uh, for our uh, christmas parties yeah we got to see those ones yeah a lot of, a lot of bad <laughs> the, stuff happened all the, a lot of the uh, bloopers hey <laughs> does uh, so you've seen this documentary already obviously i saw it twice i saw it for the first time at south by southwest in austin texas okay where oh, it had nice. its galactic oh, that's where yeah the debut back in the spring mm-hmm. and and sean invited me down to be part of it with him there because that was the first time anyone was going to see it and then just uh at roy thompson hall in toronto nice. Uh, wow, I think there were like 2,000 people in there that night, if not more, uh, for the Canadian premiere. And uh, it's, it's a, I can't wait to see it again tonight. I'm, I'm pumped to because see it again. Here in Quebec, it's, uh, you know, we always do things differently. And, uh, and it, there's a little spin on everything yeah. all the time. So we had just as, well, different level of success, but here in Quebec uh, is Music Plus. Music Plus, yeah. So I remember back in the oh, day yeah, of Music, Music Plus, Plus, the Sonia Benezras, who apparently will be there will tonight. Will be there tonight. Yeah. yeah. So people like that who were pioneers on the French side yes, of music yes. television. I loved coming to Montreal back in the day and, and getting to see what my brothers and sisters were doing at Music Plus. I was now out of my own environment, my own comfort area zone, and, and just, just observing what they were doing. Shelley, Anne-Marie, Geneviève, uh, Sonia, all of them. Um, and I still remember a lot of them. Uh, but we were related in a way because of the music and it are it being our sister station mm-hmm. rue saint catherine was that where yeah it was, it was on yeah. saint catherine yeah, yeah I the remember, corner of saint catherine i remember being invited to a christmas party one year i think moses was there and and, and they would invite different vjs from toronto 
to the Music Plus Christmas party, but uh, wow. and Moses was not in as in the the biblical figure. No. Moses, <laughs> uh, Moses uh, Neimer. Moses Neimer. He was the guy. Who, he who, he started created it all. It yeah. all and you'll yeah. see in the documentary, Moses plays a big part in the early years of Moses always creating. Plays a big part. He always plays a big part. Yeah. <laughs> now he didn't he didn't separate the sea. He didn't well, not that well, one, but he probably could have. Yeah. Uh, he did for that spectrum of entertainment. That's, that's right. That's pretty unbelievable. But, but going back to what I was saying, it's always fun coming to Montreal and just getting to spend time at Music Plus. I've been there many times. And uh, is it still there? Is that space still there? Is I believe that space is where I bought the cameras for, uh, is, is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, for this it's, podcast? A, it's a Gosselin. I'm giving Gosselin a plug. It's, and, it's, it, and I have to pay for these cameras. It's where I got some of the equipment for so this it's podcast. it's an electronics store now. I, if I'm not mistaken, that's what, what's there. So yeah. sad. At yeah. least at 299 Queen Street West, still owned by Bell Media, they're still producing shows. They do the social out mm -hmm. of that same space. And I was invited to be on the social to talk about this documentary. And I hadn't been in that space we call it the environment yep. in 18 years wow. the last time I was there was when they escorted me out of the building with my <laughs> with my cardboard box of my belongings Greg the security guard uh, I got escorted <laughs> I like how out. it's vivid in your yeah. mind oh it's all we, vivid we, 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 don't, oh. we don't we don't forget the escorts to no. our car I got one of those too what am I going to do what set do? the place on fire yeah. uh, what am I a criminal like, <laughs> okay well <laughs> maybe <laughs> But, but I didn't do anything here. It brought back a lot of emotions. Oh, of course. Very emotional walking back into that environment. And then where the couches were doing, like my, my desk was right over there. I remember interviewing all the bands in there, in that space there. But, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's still being used as a TV space. Uh, and then eTalk was upstairs. Uh, but, uh, but now they're selling cameras and video equipment out of where Music Plus is. Yes. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. still in that the spirit yeah, the spirit is still there music plus yeah the spirit of music television yeah so on episode one we talked about woodstock yeah and the and then there were many documentaries that came out one in, right. in particular train yeah, yeah train wreck yeah. that came out where you were featured on it <laughs> so <laughs> they needed someone to showcase how bad the porta potty situation that, got. that was wild and oh. we talked about that but I, on episode one so so long ago so many episodes ago i never asked you and many people said you should have asked him i said well he's gonna be back okay yeah, i didn't think it would take two almost two years to get rick back but what his favorite interview out of all the people you interviewed because you literally interviewed thousands of artists your favorite one and then maybe uh somebody that you know rubbed you the wrong way i'm sure most of the people were cool like me in my career most yeah most 99 percent 99 percent yeah but there's always that there's 0. Always 0. Those, 3 percent yeah that yeah, wanted to stand out and want to go viral back in the day when going viral yeah. wasn't a so thing they're gonna and, and attack you do because something or yeah you're Rick um, the tab. why not go after him man so let's start with a positive Best interview, I would imagine he's got to be in your top five. Jay Z, oh yeah, had to be on the top because I remember Jeez, watching. That, I watched that was, most of them. That was one of my last big interviews. That's what, that yeah, the summer huge. of 20, 2005. Wasn't Beyonce on at some point too with you? That that in that hour. That yes, no, Jay Z had brought Kanye West with him. And, oh yeah, that's and right, Rihanna and Rihanna and Tia Maria. Another right. artist that he was yeah. he had Tia signed. Maria now it's just a drink. She didn't do as well as no, Rihanna no. in her career, but now <laughs> no, when you when you name somebody after a drink. But talk about having all those big names in, in one place yeah. and, and where the, the the fans got to be part of it and yes. and, and I get the assignment. I think Master T had left already, George had left already, 
and when you're talking about seniority earlier, I think yes. I I was the guy, the oldest. I had spent most years there, and and now they were bringing the young ones in, and I guess those those VJs weren't ready for this. They were still learning the craft, yeah. I guess. So yeah, I got to do those interviews. Wild. That so, was one of my top five for sure. Yes. For and sure. Kanye too was must have been Kanye came in many times. I yeah. remember the first time Kanye came in, not many people knew about him. He was still producing for whoever he was producing for. John Legend at the time, other artists. But Kanye was always so cool yeah. back in the day. I don't know what flipped there's a switch that goes off in people from time to time mm. and and his was a, a major flip uh, as we know now of what kind of person he turned out, out to be but back in the day he was the coolest and so talented and i loved everything he did but i i think also in that top five would have to be the chili peppers when they came in as a band back in 2002 promoting by the way and they had always come into much music and you'll see in the documentary they come in numerous times but not as a collective, the whole band. Like Flea would come in with Anthony, Frusciante would come in with with Anthony. But never um, all together. But never all together, all four of them. Chad, I remember that interview. John, yeah. Flea, and Anthony. All together. This, I, was, I was in heaven, because that is my yeah. musical genre. I like yes. alt-rock, I like yeah. Nirvana, the ten, you know, Stone Temple yes. Pilots, Smashing Pumpkins. Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. So when they came in and I got that, the interview it was big, it was huge. So top five for sure. But then I look at your wall over here, Brittany, I got to interview Kobe Bryant down in Atlanta at the NBA All-Star game. Nice guy. A really nice guy. Yeah. And, you know, he was so fluent in Italian. I know, perfect I Italian. started in Italian. <laughs> I thought, okay. And he's like going off. And I, yeah. and I go, Kobe, I just know buongiorno, <laughs> come, come stai, you know, all the, the basics. Yeah, he's fluent. In the, he, he was fluent. He, in, that's uh, the thing that attracted me first he, to him. Besides the fact that yeah. you got me. It was Rick who got me into the Lakers. And the over. And, uh, and then oh, I love Kobe Bryant. Then I see him speak Italian one yeah. day, and I'm like, I really love this guy. If you're not a big fan or weren't a big fan of Kobe Bryant, because the guy did so much. He, was, he gave you the time. He, he was such a pro. Well, listen, he's a superstar, one of the best to ever play the game mm -hmm. uh, in the NBA. So, so he sticks out to me. Brittany, of course, that whole bubblegum pop explosion from the late 90s. As she you was know, nice. She was always great, mm -hmm. you know. And, and, and um, Does Brittany still follow you on Twitter? I was talking about this on my last uh, I don't episode. do much on Twitter these days. Instagram. Me neither, but she's um, still following me on, on, uh, on Twitter. Really? Yeah. She never unfollowed back in the day. Yeah, she followed me, I guess, yeah. from back, back in the in day. Back in the day, yeah. And then uh, yeah. I checked one day. Did you ever have her on your show? I, I think I spoke to her, yeah. uh, never in person, Yeah, yeah. but I had her uh, over the phone. I did a phone interview with her back in Vancouver. And uh, in person, I did a store, one hour, wow. intimate and interactive, yeah. where we may have stole, stolen the yeah, intimate yeah. and interactive uh, imaging statement, and, she, and we did it with Christina Aguilera. She just dropped a major bombshell recently, and back at that time when she was dating Justin Timberlake from NSYNC, what would have been late 90s to early 2000s, you read, well, well she's this got was a, a memoir coming out. This was an hour ago. Yeah, right, on, on Instagram. Because it's I was true. talking yeah, about yeah. her on my last yeah. uh, podcast. I was talking about, I love her, but she has the crazy yet. eyes, and yeah. I didn't know this information. I was talking about, you could tell a lot from a woman's eyes. You could tell... The crazy eyes. Yeah. Maybe guys have the crazy eyes too, but uh, I don't date guys is what I said during that episode. So I was like, you could tell the crazy eyes. She has the crazy well, eyes. When she does those dance videos and puts them out there, yeah, with, with, well, the, with the knives too. Yeah. But, but she just uh, revealed, like you're right, a, a couple hours ago yeah. that she was pregnant with Justin Timberlake's child. Allegedly. 
Well, she t- she writes about it in her book. Well, it's coming. It's from in her. her book. It's coming from her. It's got to be real. Well, yeah. you would think. Well, why is she going to completely flipped her lid? Then she's making stuff up. But no, you got to believe. Justin Timberlake wasn't ready to be a father. So, well, he was eighteen years old. I I don't blame him. So she. So they went down the road of. Uh, so this just came abortion. out. Yeah. Wild. What what a bombshell that yeah, is. That's a bombshell. When's her book out? You know. Mm. I don't know. Okay. Let's so, check. Well, you got your phone right there. Yeah, I'll like, check while. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. While uh, we're talking, you want more water? Yeah, I'll take a little bit more. But that was, uh, and you, you know, and we were around them all the time back then. And you know, they're dating. You know, y- young people. You know, that's what goes on <laughs> behind closed doors. Things happen. Things happen. She really loved Justin. She was head over heels for Justin, and she wanted to have a family with him and 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 uh, walk off into the sunset holding hands. And and raising, he didn't feel the same way. He didn't feel the same way. He wasn't mm-hmm. ready to become a father. Mm-hmm. At 18, not many are. Yeah. Well, then you got to be careful what uh, what you're doing behind closed doors. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, abortion, whoa, that's that's big. You know. Well, that's it, a big, so a, a big reveal in her book, huge right? Reveal. So I'm sure that doesn't put him. In, it no, paints him in a good in a, light. Well, no, it doesn't in a good light. And uh, there's obviously a lot of feelings of hurt if she's still bringing it up because anytime somebody brings up something from the past like you did moments ago when you were talking about security ushering you out of the building it reminds me of when i was ushered out of the building or you know those moments in life where as humans we struggle but i could i could see you doing something to make that uh, to be to make that security guard be with you i could see you going off the rails and doing something i'm just joking (laughs) not at all i was actually i was like most of the time when something like that happens, uh, and it's only happened twice in my life, yeah. I'm eating an egg sandwich. That's the running theme. You're eating an egg sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. I'm eating an egg, egg sandwich. <laughs> it's it the happens. end of my shift. And I'm like little, literally in, in, in mid-bite, yeah. and it's like, Frank, you're no longer with us. And then next thing you know, I'm being escorted out of the You building. mean finding out the information? Yeah, that's why I always oh, wow. tried not to eat an egg sandwich. I'm not kidding. At the end of my shift or anywhere towards my end of my shift yeah they leave it to the, towards the end of the shift yeah because anytime yeah, yeah. I feel like I was in mid-bite I was having my after morning show meal yeah. the bad news comes <laughs> it's only happened twice but still both you know times yeah. same theme you know same egg sandwich I don't know too, yeah. Yeah. I may have made up the second part of that but anyway <laughs> no, so but stay wait. away from egg salad sandwiches okay yeah egg salad. I, those are one of my favorites exactly but you know these are the moments that in life people say don't live in the past we only have the moment, which is true. We only have the now. Live we in the now. We have now. I'm a big proponent of that. Even yeah. tomorrow, you could think about it to prepare for tomorrow. But then anything after that, the future, we don't know what it holds. It's true. But it's hard as you get older, the mm. nostalgia creeps in. Okay? That and then would. you start thinking about the good times. Yeah. And you know, much music movie. is all about that, right? Your, yep. your livelihood for so many years. I was only there for 10 or so years. I played a small part. There were so many VJs that came and went Rick, out you, of 299 Country honestly, West. Close to 30 of us yeah, altogether. But, but you're, yeah. you're, that's a modest statement because you, you didn't play. There's a reason why they called you the franchise is because you were everywhere. You were synonymous with much music. You were. Besides the fact that you were my friend, still are my friend. I'm telling you, you are synonymous. When I think of much music, there's only a few faces that come up instantly. The first is yours, uh, George Strombolopoulos, Steve Anthony, because I grew up Steve. watching Steve Anthony. 
uh, Mike Ward, on the radio Erica M, listening yeah, to him yeah. on the radio. Christopher Ward. Christopher, sorry, yeah, Mike, Mike Williams. Mike Williams. Christopher yeah. Ward. And then what's his name that ended up on... Um, Bill Wilichka? Well, Bill too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, Ed Desoc, you said, yeah. Well, Ed Desoc, you remember? Yeah. <laughs> um, the gentleman that became a serious journalist in the United oh, States. Oh, J.D. Roberts. J.D. Roberts. J.D. Roberts, yeah. So John it was Roberts, fantastic. New music, yeah. John Roberts. Now, now John Roberts was never part of the Much Music VJ family. He did a show called The New Music. New Music. Which, was a, which launched in 1979. Right. And he and Jeannie Becker were the music journalists yes. of the late 70s that went on to do many great things. You know, John Roberts, like you said, ABC News now, yep. he's with CNN. Yep. But J.D. Roberts and Jeannie Becker Jeannie spoke Becker to fashion, all a channel of and, the yeah. artists that were mm-hmm. breaking at the time. The yep. U2s, the Duran Durans, the David Bowie's, mm-hmm. all of the bands. And yeah, they, they, they never were much music VJs, but they had a big part they were on, with But they were on much, much music. The show was aired on Much Music. I remember it. Oh yeah, the new music. The new music on, that, was on right. Much Music. Then but you're George right. They did were, that show. Yes. Avi Lewis did that yeah. show. But they weren't VJs. Byron Long did in terms that show. of yeah. introing right. and extroing right. Right. the uh, videos. But they were personalities. But they were right, personalities with their so own show. The that's new music. who I. Yeah. I mean, for sure, there oh, yeah. were tons of faces. The but to me, the Mount Rushmore. Oh yeah. The if you're gonna pick the four faces, right? It's the faces that I mentioned with you being the predominant one with Strombo. And then, and then Strombo was the, uh, look at us now, we're both wearing uh, all black, but back in the day. Inspired by Strombo. Yeah, well, that's all George wore. <laughs> and I think all he still wears is black, you know? That's, um, that's what I remember. The, the, kind the of love Strombo. I, I hope he surprises us and shows up to one of the screenings across the country. Um, Maybe George tonight. is a very busy man, yeah. very busy man with his Apple Music um, show. Sure. And, um, Hasn't been on the podcast yet. Not yeah, but you, yeah. he Who likes knows? you. You like him. You should, you'll get him on one of these days. But he's 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 directing, like making films. He's he's talking music. He's introducing us still to you know the up and comers and the new artists. But uh, I hope he makes it out to one of the fourteen shows across Canada. It'd be nice. It'd be to great see because he's a huge Habs fan. Yeah, Habs are playing tonight. You never know. You never know. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, I do text him every once in a while, yeah. and he would have given me confirmation. I haven't heard from him yet, but it's still yeah. early. You know, it's only what you never a know. A few hours before the screening starts. Yeah, in Montreal. It's, okay, so besides the Much Music documentary, which uh, I look forward to, to watching tonight, and after this, you go to. Um, St. John, New Brunswick. New Brunswick? Yeah. Okay, tomorrow. and then you're going to Victoria at some point. So then next week, we'll head back out east doing uh, PEI in uh, Nova Scotia. Okay. We'll get the east done of Canada. Then in the upcoming weeks, we'll start heading out west to Vancouver, Victoria, nice. Edmonton, Calgary. It's everywhere across yeah. Canada. 14 different cities across Canada. We're going to Hamilton, of course, and Ottawa yep. uh, later on, yep. early, early November. But uh, Sean wanted to get this film out there to as many Canadians as possible in that big screen setting at a theater or a venue yes a hall um and of course in december everyone that has crave will get to see it because it'll be streaming on crave okay um but uh but he wanted to bring everyone that big screen big sound experience first because that's what what it was back in the day you know and then it's special of course after post documentary oh the yeah q and a people can ask yeah. questions and there's going to be a couple of people from uh, the music plus side you'll yes, be there that's right yeah so it's, it's erica m is going to be there tonight nice. michael williams will be there tonight from much music yeah. and from music plus yes uh, sonia benezra and uh genevieve born yes awesome genevieve genevieve genevieve, genevieve. genevieve. i get those two i get yeah yeah 
Genevieve, Genevieve, okay. Genevieve, Genevieve, yeah. I know who she is. She's the blonde. <laughs> but I watched more Music Plus when Sonia Benezra, yeah. who was a fantastic... Matter of fact, I'd love to have her on this you podcast should. because... They're it, still doing big things. Yeah, because she's, things. she was a great interviewer yeah, she back in the day. Yeah. She was one of the best. Yes, yeah, she was. Fantastic. And I've had her on a few times when I was on... Uh, Morning radio Morning, in Montreal. Yeah, so yeah. I had her on. She was great. I loved um, when I would step foot in Music Plus because they would they would say, uh, "Here comes Richard Le Temperaire." <laughs> Here, here's Rick the Temp. Rick the Temp in French. Richard Le Temperaire. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It was so. so I think cool. one time it's funny you say that Richard Le Temperaire. Yes. Because they but, called me François de Lotterut uh, as a joke. Yes. I was there one of the last times in the Which Music translates Plus to? Freeway Frank. Okay. François de Lotterie. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think they do the same to any, <laughs> any angle that walks in. It's like, who is this guy? Uh, but I remember the last time I was there, Rick, now that you just reminded me, uh, one of the last times the Music Plus environment was lit with uh, uh, intimate and interactive was yeah. with One Direction. Okay, yeah. And they called me because I was the morning host uh, here in Montreal, and they had me ask uh, one question, and I asked, Harry That's Styles, a question. No so way. I was on Music Plus that night. I was on the side, and they said, you know, Freeway Frank's here from uh, our radio station here in Montreal on the English side, and, and Frank, you have a question for Harry Styles. And, and I met all the That's guys. So cool, they were man. awesome. Yeah. That was one of the last times that I was in they, that environment. And again, was that one of the last times they did a big show? Well, in that yeah, I think. Okay, I can't so remember do you any the other. year that was? Uh, that was uh, possibly 2012. Okay. Because unfortunately, Sean doesn't really touch upon the music plus okay. side of it and which was a big side of it yes. for, for canadian music fans uh, french speaking yeah. of course but i'm sure um, they'll do a documentary on the oh french. yeah well, well, they should oh, this is so good yeah they should yeah it's sad when everything comes to an end but uh that's just the way the cookie crumbles in life you know? yeah all good things come to an yeah, end that's it that's it and uh the sad part is that we are only here you know the song we know the song, you're not here for a long time, you're, but you're here for a good time. Yeah, we're here for a good time, not for a, a good time, yeah, not yeah. a long time. And that's yeah. the way you should live your life. I started living my life that way when I first heard that song when I was like five years old. Fantastic. Trooper, because my older siblings were listening to great artists, and that one really stuck with me. Yeah. That, ly that lyric, that line, and it's so true. And as you get older, you realize that even more. And, and time seems to be going by a lot faster than it did when we were in our 20s. So, yeah. So, it's not just me. No. Oh, gosh, no. Well, yeah. No. And I don't even have, you know, we, we tried to start a family, tried to have kids, mm -hmm. and, and you have three boys. Yes. So, the kids keep you busy, you and your wife, Angie. I don't know where the time goes because you have, a, but I have no kids, and yeah. I don't know where the time right. goes. Right, right. Yeah. I have a dog, meaning time is flying. You're easier dependent. How do we slow this train ride down? How do we slow this? Saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's just I feel... Elon Musk is going to think of something. something yeah. Some sort of way to prolong life. Maybe AgeLink instead of Starlink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's got to be some slow pill down. that you pop that... Yeah, you would think. Well, I was reading an article that in the next 10 years, scientists and medical experts are going to figure out a way where we can extend our life to live the mean age, average age of 120. Are you willing to go down those Well, here's the thing. Or? If you're looking like you right now and i'm looking like me at at well sorry i almost gave away our ages I <laughs> that's okay people know we're old 
We're in our 50s now. Yeah, we are? I feel like I'm in my <laughs> 90s. Rick, you still look like you're, honestly, I mean, we've all aged a bit, but you still look like you're- You gotta keep moving. You gotta keep acting. 30s. Move it or yeah. lose it is yeah. what they say as well. Move yeah. it or lose Exercise it. Exercise is important. Exercise. If we're gonna look the way we look now at 120, it's one thing. But if you're living to 120, <laughs> but you can't walk and you can't talk and right. you don't really feel like eating or- yeah, I'm is sure there are going to be pills for all those. Maybe. Too, all yeah. the above, yeah. But the fountain of youth is what people have always yeah. wanted to, right, uh, yeah. extend life. Yeah. by. But you have to be able to live it as fresh as you can, meaning as, you know, not towards the expiry date, but... I'm chuckling because you know. a, there's a big business these days called uh, cosmetic surgery. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's, no. uh, you, know, ex, you know... You don't do the, any of that stuff. No, no. I've no. never... No. People keep saying, like... No, you don't at all. You no. did just the other week, like, just the other day, last week. So how do you do your Botox, and how regular do you get no. your Botox? I don't do anything No, like you don't that. do Botox. My, now, my wife tells me I should try it from time to time, because I got these laugh lines here. I got these li- I, I like lines. It's, an, it's, it's, it's all my personality, but um, I've never done that stuff. No. The Botox and getting cut and getting yeah. work done. But now yeah. I'm noticing like right here. Yeah, that, I got like, that same line right there. Yeah, the, this line yeah, and it's really, bo- it's really bothering me and I wouldn't go in, like I wouldn't do. same exact line. Yeah, and, and it's just something I started to notice literally a couple of days ago and I thought, oh, I would never consider doing Botox or that, but I really don't like the line. Now that you pointed out, I'm yeah. staring and I right see at yours, it. And I yeah. see yours and I didn't see it I before. I, is that weird? But the difference between you and I, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care either. I don't really care. Oh, you know what I care about? I'm going to tell you the truth. There's one thing I care about, the hair. The hair. If the hair starts to go... Yeah. Look at this hair. Look at this beautiful if, hair. If, if the hair Just starts, get a load of this beautiful hair right here. If the hair starts wow. to go, which means bald spots start to appear, which so far so good. Look at this Capelli hair. Yeah, oh. thank you. But Capelli once that Longi goes... Here. You know, but it, it's normal that your hairline's going to start... Receding hairline. I don't know. I wear hats all the time, and I'm going to... Is it receding? No, you... No, no, no it's but, like mine. But no, like... It's gone higher like mine, but it's... No, no, yeah. no. I, we still have the hair. Yeah. But even good. that, like... You have the hair, too. But whatever happens, man, like, yeah. it's... You're here. You're all here. This is That's what you're it. all about, right here. I agree. Here, here. Like, it's yeah. not the visual It's not thing. the look. Like, but... Ace of Base, Roxette would say... You've got the look. It's not the look. Uh, uh, it's, 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 not, it's everything she else. She says, you've got the look, but it's not the look, according to Ray. She goes, la da 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 you got la, the da, look. Da, da, da. She's she, got the look, who's got it? And she, didn't she pass away? Oh. Didn't she, or am I? You would know. Well, you're, well, of course, what's her name from the Cranberries passed away? Oh, Dolores and, Jordan. Yes, yeah. and uh, I'm almost sure. Sinead O'Connor. I'm almost sure that and it, the, that, That's the thing, too. Like, what, Marie we, Fredrickson. Yeah. Didn't she pass, or maybe I'm wrong. I hope you're wrong. Yeah, she passed away. Uh, no way. Yeah, she died. Uh, I, I knew that. Uh, December 9th, 2019, age 61. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and so when young. you start seeing people oh. yeah. around your age, see, this is the thing. Suzanne Summers passed oh, away Summers. two days ago from Chrissy, uh, three's, yeah. Chrissy from yeah. Three's Company. Now, what a th- sweetheart. I, I had the pleasure and honor of interviewing her at ET Canada and what a what a sweetheart so young I hear yeah she was uh, 76 I think it was a breast cancer yeah. a friend of mine she, who I worked in radio for many years with was a close friend of hers really so I reached out to him yeah. the other day I haven't talked to him in a while yeah uh, but said that she was a beautiful person 
Inside and, and out. And you know, no she doubt. was made out to be, you remember when they brought in the replacement yeah, Christmas. Yeah. 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 Because they were having problems. Yeah. So she was made out to blonde. be the ditzy yeah. blonde, but then they put another ditzy blonde character on the show. Yeah. They had made her out to be the villain because I think she wanted as much money or more money than John Ritter. Mm, you remember that story? Of course I remember that story. But yeah. a lot of people yeah. I've run into in the business have I've always said Suzanne Summers was a special person and she was a sweetheart. Yeah. But that's not what they made her out to be. No, so. and she, you know, even if she was that way with in terms of paycheck or salary, yeah. whatever, and back then, of course, down in Hollywood, you know, still to this day, the men that run things, you know, it's yeah. it's not fair, but no. It's a different but world. But she yeah. created the Thigh Master. And she, she made multi, she... multi, multi millions. Yes. Maybe a billion dollar company these days? I don't know. Yeah. The Thigh Master was Everywhere. all her. Yeah. So she didn't need to get, she didn't care about John Ritter's salary. No, anymore. And again, when John yeah. Ritter passed too, like Jack Tripper, no, like these people you grew up watching on TV, or we did, our generation. And uh, that leaves us with Janet. She's still Joyce she, DeWitt. Joyce DeWitt still. So yeah. that's the, that's what the point I was going to make. When people from our generation start mm-hmm. to pass away, it only makes you aware of you your, live own, life. your own you timeline and destiny, yeah. right? Yeah, it does. And not only that, but then you start thinking of when people that are younger start to pass away too. Then then that gets you know I don't want to get all morbid, but these are things. It's that, not supposed to work that way. No, yeah. and these are things that I never used to think about. No, maybe right. it's because I have too much time on my hands, but I think <laughs> maybe not because you have no time on your hands. And you think about it too. I do. It's 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 you. You start to realize your own mortality as you get older. When you're young, you don't even think about it. You do stupid things. Yeah. You drink. Oh, you listen, get into vehicles I did all the at stupid high speed. Yeah. So did I. Yeah. I, mean, I refuse to do them th- these days because. I just I know now it could it could like end end my time here on earth yeah. like in an instant by doing so like jumping on a plane whatever I did like not to say that's dangerous but but you know, I mean it, it's crazy there's a chance why would you jump there's out a of chance. a plane there's a chance yeah. yeah I wanted to do that and then stop myself but I did something more stupid I got on a stunt plane Royal Air Force plane doing flips in the in the air you and the that? pilot oh. Captain Bud Granley who flew these planes back in the 40s or 50s I said what happens if uh, he goes well you see that thing that's the parachute he goes, just grab onto it and pull. <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? And the next thing you know, we're airborne, right? Were you grabbing like, onto it and pulling yeah, at some point? No, no, no. Never no had to I never had to, to jump. But okay. he, I said, what happens if, and he goes, just grab onto mm-hmm. it, put it around you. And pray for dear it, life. Yeah. yeah. You, you can't put it on right now, but I'll let you know. <laughs> let you, know. Be, you can't put it on right now. It was, well, there's no space, right? It was a two-person cockpit. But these are the crazy things that we did, didn't even think twice about, right? And mm-hmm. now, you, now you wouldn't now even you think, step foot you in. You wouldn't a, even think close about to that. doing something no. like that, and no. it's so true. We'll get back to episode one thirty-seven of the Drive By Podcast with much music alumni Rick Campanelli coming up in just a moment. But first, I want to tell you about my newest sponsor, the Delis Lafrenet. I've known the Ruvo family for the longest time. Ever since I was this tall, I'm still about yeah this tall. I'm sitting down. But I mean, when I was standing up this tall, an incredible family with five Montreal locations, Les Delices Lafrenet, custom cakes. Maybe you're having a wedding next year. They'll make the beautiful cake you want. Any flavor, any height, custom for you and your future partner. Check them out. The most amazing desserts in the city of Montreal. And time and time again, voted the number one bakery in the city with five locations around the island of Montreal, including my home location in Brossard on Tashro. It's Les Delices Lafrenet. 
we get older and we get wiser, we know these things could just end our lives in an instant. And, um, but, but on the reverse, you do have to go after what you want in life mm-hmm. because tomorrow morning it may be too late, you know. Go, and my dad always taught me, and my parents taught me, like, you know, the mountain isn't going to come to you. You've got to go to that mountain, meaning if you want something in life, you've got to chase your dreams. Yep. And my dad also says, he says, you only live once. But once is enough if you do it the right way and if you accomplish what you want to do in life and if you uh, follow your dreams and, and, and if your heart is fulfilled and, it's, and you're doing things in life and on a daily basis that you really, really want to do, well, once, once is enough. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, you don't want to overstay your welcome. No. Nope. You know, because there are eight billion of us that are living our lives and... Uh, uh, you just got to do what you got to do. And I think that I learned that through much music and through ET. It's like, and now as I'm getting older, like if you want to do something and if you have the means to do it, you got to go and do it. Yeah. You know? No, it's true. I mean, you. I'm going to travel the world. I want to, like, around the world in 80 days. Yeah. I don't want it to go by that fast. But I, I want to, I want to <laughs> explore and experience all sorts of cultures out there in this world. You know, there's a lot more to see out there in this beautiful world mm. and I want to visit countries and chat with people and have conversations and uh, uh, that's me yeah it may not be you no I uh, but, uh, 100% we, you know um, Steph and I have the same type of and I, I don't want to say dream because it's not a dream it's something that we talk about all the time and we're gonna positive yeah. we're gonna make it yeah, happen make it happen but it'll, it, it'll take some big decisions yeah even though we don't, we don't have kids yeah some big decisions as to to get to that type of life and what we want to do and where we want to be, will it mean having to leave this place? At some point, yes. And I think now, I mean, you have your father still in your life. Yep. He's a year younger than my mom. Yeah, uh, They're both late 80s. Having him around and seeing him, I see him with you all the time doing everything, all the time. right? Going to Vegas I with you. I invite him to, everywhere yeah, I go. It's amazing. Like I did with my parents when my mom was still alive. Yeah. Whenever I went somewhere through work or whatever it was, I always invited my parents. Mm. They gave me so much when I was a kid and did yep. so much for me. It's a small way to repay yep. that, I guess. I wanted them to experience the Cannes Film Festival. I wanted them to experience everywhere else I was going. So I would invite them and yep. they would come. It's amazing. They would come. And so, and look, your parents, including your dad, very proud of you, what you've done, what you've accomplished. And the same way you'll be you know, looking at your kids and yeah. with every step yep. they take so towards uh, becoming, uh, you know. Whatever they become. Whatever as they long become. as they're happy. Yeah, as long they're going to be happy. there every step of the way and be proud of them too. And uh, it's... Well, my oldest is learning to become a firefighter as we speak. Well, He's going to fight fires. And Noah. Noah's going to be a firefighter. Amazing. Believe it? That's incredible. Yeah. Little Noah is yeah, now is, towering is now over me. Towering, I saw Which that. isn't hard to do. For me, I'm a small little guy, but it's but not he's hard. towering. He tower. He towers. I over. saw the pictures, and I haven't seen him in a while. I'd love yeah. to see him when I get yeah. back. And uh, I don't think I've seen your younger sons, uh, Jack and Harrison. Jack and yeah. Harrison. Yeah. It's been a while. Nine and seven now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Time it's, flies. It's been a long time. Okay, so um, the much music documentary, but that's not all you're doing, Rick. Uh, I saw you on and. And again, I think it's a show that you have to binge watch. Like any of the shows that I watch that are reality shows, yep. you have to binge, in my opinion. You do. You have uh, to binge. We, That's we, how I did it when I learned about it. Exactly. Uh, so yeah. now you're on the Traders, Traders Canada. The, the Traders Canada. The Traders Canada. Which yeah. is like Big Brother. 
But it's yeah. like a mole meets Big Brother? That's right. In a way, there are 20 of us that are put up in this manor. And it was just shot just outside Montreal here uh, in the summer, this past summer. And there are three traders. Three traders get nominated out of the 20 of us that are in the manor. And we're all blindfolded, so we don't know who becomes the traitor, but we have to suss out and we have to try to figure out with our other guest mates who the three traitors are. Whether it's observ observations that we make in someone's behavior changing or how they acted when they heard this from somebody. So it's a tough game. And I was, you know, it was a great experience, but I was all in I, I called myself the traitor hunter because uh, I wanted to banish the traitors I wanted to win this game I'm very competitive you know that of course and but the show's not over yet no so no we it's not over yet so we don't know no you don't well, know. I haven't watched an episode but you know yet. who the traitors are you know who the traitors are as you, if you're watching this show oh, so, you're, so you, you know who the traitors are you know who the faithful are trying to banish oh, the so traitors. they get again I don't know anything about this so they, you know right you, yeah. you know so that. you could be one of the traitors technically no yeah but I'm a faithful Yes. I'm not. Okay, but you, you're not. I could have been chosen as one of you the traitors. You could have been, yes. yes. Okay. And I, that would have, that would have, uh, I would have had to lie and right. deceive. That's and not you. become someone that I'm not. <laughs> but it would have been the biggest challenge of my life. Yeah. And I told Karen, the, the host of the show, Traders Canada, I said, if you choose me as one of the traitors, this will be my biggest challenge ever because I'm not that guy. Uh, you know, I, I did some acting back in the day, but to constantly lie to people's faces and deceive yeah. and lots of deception and be a person that I'm not, I don't know if I would have been able to do it to tell you the truth. Now I know I tell the truth and I'm a very honest person so that's why being a faithful was very easy for me and I came out of the gates flying and quite aggressive if you watch the show and I was, I'm a traitor hunter. I'm there to banish the traitors and, and I, I didn't uh, shy away from that and uh, if you watch the show Please tell me if I'm coming across <laughs> too aggressive because I just put that out there on my Insta stories uh, just recently. Like, am I playing the game too aggressively? Well, I'm, I'm there to play the game. I call it like I see it. I'm, I'm trying to pick out the traitors and get them out of that mm -hmm. mansion because as soon as the, the traitors are gone, well, I win all that money. How much I get money is it? It, it, it? We're all up for $100,000. Okay. It's a lot of money. Yeah. My wife and I are huge fans of uh, Big Brother. And there's actually a couple of people from Big from Brother. From Big Brother. Kevin yeah, Martin. Kevin, Kuzi, I believe are the two Big the Brother Canada contestants. But you know, there, there has to be like a fine balance between aggressiveness and playing too hard, too quick. That's true. In, in Big Brother, right? So I, I don't know. Because I have to, what I want to do is when the show ends, because you you're in it, it or yeah. else I wouldn't yeah. watch this. Yeah. This, it's a good show, yeah. actually. You would I'll, like it. I'll watch it because you're in it. But <laughs> I don't need any more reality shows. That's all, no, honestly, that's, that's all we watch. Love Island. 90 Day Fiancé? I never got into 90 Day Fiancé, but we watch Love Island. Love Island. Love is Blind? My wife Love is Blind. Love is Blind. The Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey. Yeah, and what's the other one there? The Circle. and The Bachelor. Nah, I gave up on all those other shows. But Big Brother, we're big on it. And so you don't want to come... Too, you don't want to be too aggressive in the beginning, but at some point you have to start backdooring and picking off people. You do, you because do. Uh, if you don't, then you're not going to have a credible story at the end when the jury decides who wins the game. Yeah, that you've done anything. That you've have done you enough. Coasted yeah. through the whole thing. I went and to play the game and I played the game. You played the game. Yeah, I'm not going right. to fly under a radar. They brought me in as. At first, I thought they wanted me to host the show, but no, they brought me in as a contestant. 
they I'm, I'm playing the game i'm gonna be so you at, thought you were gonna that's funny at first <laughs> she does a great job she does the english version and the french oh, okay. version. there's two versions of traders canada uh and she she's a the perfect host for this show karen you should so, have her on the show so yeah i should um so is this something now that uh, you're you're getting excited about getting into maybe like you're you see, I, uh, i've uh, caught the bug and, yeah, and reality and I, shows yeah. are they're I fun. would love to be on Big Brother because it's well, that's a fun show. I've been competitive every day of my life. I don't know a time where I haven't been competitive, super competitive. And now I'm talking sports, but with other things in life too. I would love to do more reality com- competition shows. Yes. Yeah. And um, there's a great one where I was so close to be- being on uh, The Amazing Race Canada, and uh, my brother and I, unfortunately, we were the alternate pair for two seasons ago, season eight. I know now they're looking for contestants for season 10, which will air next next year. Um, but I'm definitely applying because I caught the bug and I've asked my wife to be my partner nice. in the Amazing Race Canada. And Angie, she's so gung-ho. Uh, <laughs> she, you think I'm competitive? Wait till you meet my wife. Um, but but I, I, I think, you know, you got to try. You know, and it's all applying. You just apply to be on these shows. But, yeah. but if you don't apply you're not gonna have a shot at it. So that's the first step. And it's a long process. These reality competition shows, they're, oh, they they're put not just, there's a lot of into, the into casting, it. Oh course. yeah, there's, lot, there's yeah. numerous uh, interviews. With this one here on the Traders Canada, we had to talk to a psychologist uh, on occasion. Yeah, because it, it's a mind mess yeah, of, of a game. Yeah. This game, it brings you back to high school yeah. where people are talking behind your back and ganging up on yeah. you. It's horrible and for that, it is a, it, in it that is. aspect. Big Brother's horrible for that reason too. But, but you have to know it's a game. It's a game. And it's not, don't take anything personally. Yeah. And, and, um, and when you make the wrong decisions, it does affect you. Yeah. Because if you watch season, sorry, episode one or two or whatever it was, you see the mistakes we've made as faithful in, in banishing the wrong people. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, so that's You'll get happen. into it. You, you'll get into well, it. Well, yeah, look, as I said, I'm, I'm going to watch it because... But the American version is great. Yeah. Alan Cumming is the host. Okay. The UK version is great. The Australia version, the yeah. New Zealand version... This is the Canadian version. Yeah. It's just as it, it, it goes toe-to-toe with all of those other franchises in those countries. And uh, it's all about the drama and yes. what you're creating in the manner. Yeah. And it's, and it's the reason why they recast a lot of these people and they end up going... So my wife is watching The Challenge. You ever watch that? Oh, I've heard of that one. And so it's all... I'm like, wait a minute. I remember this person from Big Brother. Wait a minute. Right, I remember this person right. from Amazing Race. Yeah. It's almost like yeah. they have a... Um, a roster of a, a roster go-tos. Because, yeah. And I say to stuff, I go, oh. why do they use the same people... And she's like, "Well, you should know this. They're they're they're, they're interesting. You they're think good. it wouldn't they're, be hard to find, yeah, yeah. But spectacular personalities? Yeah. But I guess it is. Yeah, we've never produced a show like that. You'd think, but eight billion of us in this world, right? You you would think that you can find different people for every one of those shows, right? Well, maybe it's harder than we think. It is harder. You go back to those personalities that gave you those numbers when it, there was shows aired the first time around, yeah. and they got the ratings, I guess. But yeah, Kevin yeah. is on this show. Kuzi, yes. on the, Mickey from the Amazing Race Canada is on this show uh uh leroy from the brigade is on this show as well nice um uh may from master chef canada is on the show uh, fierce from the drag race canada so there's a there's like at least eight reality competition personalities mm-hmm. and then a former much music vj and then all the other the <laughs> what others, day of the week is this on uh, Why mondays so? mondays yeah. 10 p.m on ctv i don't think anybody watches live shows anymore right no, right, right watch it on demand but that's right but just in case you can uh, watch it right so, now on the so, ctv app or crave yeah yeah, yeah. 
But but you're you're like me. Wait until all the episodes are out yeah, there so. and binge it. Because I think I've watched four of those franchises, like the Trader franchises, in like the span of two weekends. Yeah. Because I was I was gearing up to being on the show myself, and mm-hmm. I wanted to learn all about the show. And it may be confusing at first that show, but once you invest your time into it, it makes sense. It makes total sense, mm-hmm. and you become addicted. Yeah. to this show Great you might want show. to be a contestant yeah. next year <laughs> oh, yeah. on season two yeah. of traders and you'd be good my, at it i could see myself you'd be good at you it you think so yeah i would see myself uh, i think i'd be good on on big brother yeah just because yeah i just feel like yeah. I, I could be good i on, think you would on, be on a show like yeah. that but yeah you know, i think you would be who knows so last time you were on the drive-by which was episode one one you were just about to start I shouldn't say start your radio career because you had done radio at the Edge at the in Toronto edge for like seven months. I did but chin radio once a week, volunteering yeah, the ethnic, Italian. Yeah, speaking, the ethnic, yeah. but that doesn't count. Okay, but but <laughs> the Edge, not well. It's, this, yeah, okay, but it's professional radio, and it was your first as a lead, right? I guess you could because say that. Yeah, morning yeah. show, and then um, yeah, my name was on that billboard. Yeah, you're right. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. Yeah. And then what happened? Ten, uh, how many 13 months? months. I did you it for 13, 13 months. months. Did we take the over-under on that? Did we <laughs> no, no. I, I can't remember. I we, did. You did? Because I was, I was proud of myself for going 13 months. Yeah. Because I did The Edge for seven months. And I just wanted to... Once I got to eight months, I said, Angie, I did eight months. I passed The Edge. Yeah. Well, stick with it because you, you're only at eight months. And um, that show, as you know, those morning radio programs, they take a toll physically. And mentally you. on your yeah. body. And I'd you. never, you know, I was in Toronto when I was doing The Edge. I was, I was in chorus because I was doing ET Canada afterwards. So I was, it, it made it easier for some reason. Now I'm doing Z1035 in Toronto, but I live in Burlington. Um, it was great because obviously it's live, it's music. I, I was so down with every minute of it. But um, you get older. And it takes a toll. It I does. felt like a zombie when I got home. Yep. I was in bed by 7 p.m. I couldn't watch the sports that I love. I couldn't interact and have quality time with my young family. It's just, and those are my priorities. Yep. Quality time with family, sports. Um, <laughs> but I said family first. <laughs> of but course. I, I was missing out yeah. on, on all of that. It's almost like you're missing out on parts of life. Yep. And I didn't want to live life that way. And, and I felt bad because I'd committed to three years of doing this radio show. But I just, physically, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So it came to an end. Just this past January, I had to walk away. I feel like I let people down because I made that commitment. And, uh, and I was committed to it. And I had a great time doing it. But um, I just had to say goodbye. I think you did the right thing based on the fact that, you know, how you're telling the story now and... I've known you for a long time, and it's there's no malice that, that comes. It, it doesn't glad, come from a bad I'm place. Like, it just that. like look, uh, I'm of a certain age. I have uh, two younger sons, and I'm married, and I'm getting up at three forty-five in the morning, and I'm driving. You know, you live in uh, outside of Toronto. It's I'm driving forty minutes from the studio into yeah. Toronto, yeah. and it's a big sacrifice. I did it for 15 years i, I can't believe how you did it for 15 yeah. years half of my career was morning radio and it's and you were obviously amazing at it because to last 15 years in that world but, but it killed me you, yeah you too so people it killed me and rick i never people, knew that you never told me it killed you yeah it killed me because some people can do it for many <laughs> yeah. many years i did it yeah. but 
and, and people are like, well, you get used to it. No, no, you never get used to it. Because even when you think you're getting used to it, oh, it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I'm heading into the weekend. By Monday morning, you get up, and the first thing out of my mouth is a swear word. When the alarm goes out, like, uh, <laughs> you know, like, here we go again. And you just, you're a zombie. So why you did get you up. keep doing it? Because I loved it. Well, sure, I love I it. love, yeah. I still love radio. I don't like what radio has become, but I love the, I love what radio was when so I did the love it. of love, of the the thing trumped how you were feeling yeah, inside. I love the it love because of it. I love the the freedom, and I, I use that word very loosely because there's many things I couldn't say on the radio <laughs> yeah, that I say yeah. now that I'm getting shit for, but that's okay. Uh, shit by who? it's my own thing. But shit meaning uh, you could cancel me all you want. You could unfollow me. You could not watch the podcast or download it. Great, but you can't call up the radio station or speak to a boss right. and say he said right. this. Because and there's the, no boss. I'm the boss. You're the boss. Yeah, I'm the boss. That, that's so fantastic. that's the yeah. best feeling in the world. You but, call but, your own shots. But like you yeah. said at the beginning of this podcast, it was just a special time, much music. And radio, in the years I did it, the 90s, and especially the 90s and the 2000s, and then the last 10 years doing a morning show with my co-host, uh, Natasha, that we're, Natasha, whom we're yep, having we dinner with. ET, you were having, yep. The the on, who you worked with as a co-worker. Yes, and yeah. Look, it's at all ET. intertwined. We all work together. Uh, if I didn't have Natasha, and I didn't have the perfect person to work the show with together, because we were a team, without her, when she wasn't there, I always felt like I was missing a part of me. Yeah, of course, right? Of course. And so we had an amazing run. Mm -hmm. Ten of, years over there, close to ten. Yeah. yeah, I think it was just about slightly over. That nine, show will nine. remain nameless. We're not going to give them any. Uh, well, was time free, of day. Yeah. Well, I was freeway Natasha, yeah, but uh, yeah. but the radio station. I, well, the the, you, the, the you company you know, is the yeah. company that you have traders on. Oh, is that so right? This right, is how open minded right. I am. And, I didn't and, make any jokes. Yeah, I didn't yeah. call them the evil empire. That was the first time I've worked uh, with that company. Yeah. So mm -hmm. look, I didn't say anything because I respect you, and only you. <laughs> I know I respect everybody, but I have my. They could have given us more per diem, though. Let's be honest. See? Yeah. Uh, doesn't surprise me. You know, yeah, I've talked to some of my castmates on that show. <laughs> That's all we're getting. Like, look at this drama we're creating. Look at this product that we're creating. Yeah. This, this is, is all this we're getting in our bank accounts. When it's all said, yeah. no, no, it wasn't about the money. But well, it was about the prize. If but it was yeah. about lasting the longest at the manor. But I didn't make any cracks. I I'm didn't say sure. anything because I, I truly love yeah. you and yeah. respect you. And I wanted you to promote the show. I couldn't care less about them. I care about you. Yeah. Like, uh, so that's, that's sweet. That's all I that's care sweet. about. So, uh, no, but as I said, we just had a great run and I miss what it was, yeah. okay? Not what yeah. it is today. What it is today, I don't fit in anymore. No, we don't no, fit we in discussed this in episode, anymore. Yeah. In episode yeah. one. It's, I don't fit that world anymore. doesn't mean I'm in my own world. It means I'm in right now the business of being a thousand percent honest. Yeah. That's why the things that come up on this podcast have come up on this podcast in the past, either with you or other guests. We talk about real shit, and we talk about life, and we sit that's back. That's the, the Look, only way. The Rick only said way. when I came in, when we walked into the studio, he goes, so, so you got some questions? <laughs> you asked me. Wow. Yeah. Like, well, where because we it's, a norm yeah, but wait, yeah. it's a normal question because I worked in radio where when I had artists in, the program director, the person on the show would say, so, uh, what are you asking? Yeah. Uh, what's your content? What's your, right? I literally walked in. I go, I haven't picked up my phone once except to, to look at the time because we have to make it back across the bridge. My stomach isn't growling yet. Surprising. I'm starving. Yeah. That was the other question I asked you. Where's, is there food? Is there a crafts area? Where's the yeah, craft area? See, because it's, you're my friend, <laughs> I take advantage of that. I'm like, we'll eat at home or yeah. eat at dinner tonight. 
right? But, but Angela got a nice spread over here okay? <laughs> the other day. Angela Price, you mean? Yeah, Angela she Price got, got a nice. I got her. I got her. Saint Hubert, what'd you get? No, no, because we had a nice bottle of wine. Look we at this. A wine. Yeah, it was amazing. Where's the bottle of wine? Well, I asked you if you wanted a drink. Oh, I thought you. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I did you? I forget that. Well, question I one of the first things it. I asked you when you walked in. <laughs> See the couches in the background. When we said that, you want a drink? You're like, no, no, no. Look at that beautiful bar back there. Yeah, yeah. So it's full of drinks. So we, okay. we could have had I'll a drink. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, where's it going with this? I don't remember where you I was going. You get to speak your mind 1,000% <laughs> yeah, so Yeah, so yeah. I'm able to be me, truly me. That's the best. You come on, Rick, and this is truly you, but you've always been truly you even when you were on much within the guidelines of yeah. what you could say and what yep. you, you can't say. And so this is the best possible platform or forum yeah. to me. And now leading no to doubt. my final question, because we have to go eat, you have to shower, not together, and uh, get ready for this much music documentary, is you're going to be, because we already mentioned that oh, everybody, right. their dog, their aunt, right. their sister. <laughs> is doing it. And Kat is doing a podcast. Didn't the Cranberries have a song or an album? Everyone else is doing it. So Everyone why else can't, is yeah, doing yeah, it. Why yeah, can't yeah, I? Why can't I? So Rick. I love it. Has a new, you're doing. Drum a, roll, please. You're doing a search too. We're kind of like the an, temp search. Yeah. <laughs> of much music. We're really milking it. You're milking it. <laughs> and you're looking for a co-host. For the, yeah, uh, you got some free time to be on another <laughs> podcast? No, yeah. I don't have free time. For the uh, Everything's Temporary podcast. Everything's temporary. Yes. Love that name. Yeah. It's going to be, um, you know, I've been asked so many times, why aren't you doing a podcast? You've got a lot of free time now. You're a freelancer. You do this, you do that. And um, I think it's about time I throw my hat into the whole world of podcasting. Mm -hmm. I, I love chatting about whatever the topic is. I also love interviewing people. Uh, maybe not the question answer format, but more conversation like, like we're doing right yeah. here on, on the drive by. But um, I'm working with a group out of Montreal uh, and um, they, they pushed me to, to actually get off the can and, and do it. So I'm grateful for the Moment Lab for helping me out. Matt and Jared, uh, we're a good team. And um, we're you doing it where? In Toronto or you don't know well, yet? Well, all the logistics you don't are, are being worked out as okay, we okay. speak. Right now we're just looking for, because I love playing off people. Yeah. I love a co-host. We're looking for a co-host out there. Um, and we've, we've, uh, we've narrowed it down from hundreds of entries to five. Nice. Five finalists. And um, I've done a couple interviews already or had a couple conversations with a couple of the finalists already. And we've got a lot of talented people out there. Nice. And, and I look forward to deciding and picking one so I can start the, the journey with, with my co-host and, um, and get into this podcast world and nice. do it. Um, but we're going to be talking about everything from... Uh, topical issues uh you know the negatives the the, the positives uh we're gonna have a lot of guests on with us as well nice to get their stories uh but we're still working out everything it's a long process as you know it's hard with the drive-by yeah. and it's hard too. even when you start it it's a long process yeah meaning yeah. there's things i'm going to be working on with uh a friend this Friday yeah. to try to take this podcast to another level. level yeah. but that's yeah. within the podcast. I'm still working yeah. on it. Yeah. And, you know, I started in my home studio at, in my basement. Now I'm here yeah. and now yeah. I'm with own space. Well, you're having a lot of success. And, yeah. Obviously. And, and it's the, the podcast is, is doing very well. It, you know, it's uh, the drive by has charted on the Canadian chart since that first episode Every single week that's, till this very moment, amazing. it's been on the chart. It is even how many if it, thousands of podcasts are out there that yes. people have the 
choice to listen to. Yeah. But this so podcast, it's, yours, it's doing very well, and the, and the graph is constantly climbing. So Look, give me some advice then. So my advice to you is, what do I need to do to be do, as successful as yours? Do a little bit better, actually. Uh, well, look, Rick, <laughs> if you find, and they told me the same thing. Anybody who was doing a podcast before me said, you got to find your niche. What's your niche? And yeah. I was like, well, I just like talking to people and I just want to have the real stories guests people, on. Like yeah. my next guest after you is going to be a very interesting, another knuckleball, another curveball, something completely different yeah. that you wouldn't typically have that type of guest okay. on a talk show on the radio because you know they'd be on for six minutes and now let's do traffic and now let's play 19 minutes of commercials come back and it, i know the you, format you, yeah. you don't you know look, you look don't at this this, this is free form we started speaking you know over an hour ago getting hungry our stomachs are going to start growling so we got to leave we started speaking and we don't know where we're going. We just have a conversation. Mm -hmm. My advice then would be to you always have an honest conversation and have an opinion. Yeah. Stay away from being too vanilla. Yeah. But then yeah. at the same time, you've been somebody who's always fit the mold of, of what you're doing. But without having an opinion. Because back in the day I never really had an opinion. When I first started out much music, right, but that you came. You didn't have to, but didn't then, have to. But then you started to develop your personality and you did have opinions. I think it's a scary world when you come out and give your 1,000% opinion on whatever topic it is. There's going to be people who try to cancel you, be people who will write nasty things to you, yeah. people who will unfollow and say, that's not the Rick I remember. I get it all the time. That's not the Frank I remember. Yeah, oh, but, well. but, 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 but you, but you got to think about it. Those people, people are doing that, but the, the, the other side of that, there's going to be a lot of people there's that a lot enjoy people. and love what Lo you're doing exactly. too. So, so you can't make everybody happy You can't make time. everybody happy. That's the number one thing. But be true to yourself. And what do people most remember you for? Those conversations on much music. So I'm not saying necessarily it has to be mm. music artists or TV personalities. But I think... Fun conversations. Fun conversations yeah. where you're, you're doing this. And whether you pick a niche or not, it doesn't matter. Because you understand sports as well. It could be a broad range of topics or guests like my podcast is. Mm -hmm. But just be memorable as you were back in the day. And the things that you did on much music. Just... You know, you don't have to necessarily touch or cross into controversial topics, but have an opinion. Yeah, it. it, it I, I find when those topics came up, it just flowed there. It went there. That's it. Naturally. That's how it has to get there. Yes. And that's how it has to be. If you say today on the drive-by, we are talking about, you know, gender ideology. Uh-oh. You know? But if you're just having a conversation yeah. with your co-host... Who was that, by the way? <laughs> what voice was that? Because we... You've used that voice before. On the radio. Remember that name that we used to... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Trip, 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 uh, Trip Tracy? Trip Tracy. <laughs> he was a broadcaster from uh, live from the... What was he it? Wore a red jacket Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah, yeah, Trip Tracy. Yeah, yeah. Trip, Tra Trip Tracy. He's still with, with the Carolina Hurricanes. Trip, Tra Trip Tracy. So Trip Tracy is an actual person. He's an actual person. Oh, I thought you made but that he, name up. No, oh, it, that's, that's what he, he was sounds over the like. Top and, over the top uh, broadcaster, right? That's not what you're known for. That's not what I'm known for. No. But that Trip's had some success. He's had success. I'm not, yeah. I'm not uh, shitting on uh, Trip. Oh, no. But the, the important thing is, is, like you just said, it has to come organically. So you're with your co host, you're talking. And she she says something like, "Hey, I was you know I was I, I I met this girl and she told me that I misgendered or whatever whatever and it naturally gets into that. That's one thing. Yeah. 
But if somebody starts the podcast, I have Rick Campanelli here. Hi, Rick. How many genders do we have? (laughs) That's not going to work either. Now, will it be being organic? Will that will that be enough? Yes, because to get numbers. You know what I'm saying? Well, does it have to have some spice? Does it has does it have to have some uh well, pizzazz? It has to have some you have to be um I'm not saying that the you and your co host your co host have to be polarizing, you know, or take opposite ends, but it's it's usually a good idea for you to have one opinion right. and I've been taught this along the way. Or, yeah. <laughs> makes for great discussion. Yes, because if you if you both agree so that's why Natasha and I were so successful because yeah. I had my thoughts. Sometimes we yeah. came together, but most of the time we had different thoughts on everything yeah. and yeah. opinion. And yeah. I think that's what made us, but then a respect, the mutual respect and a chemistry that yes. was unbeatable. And I, say, and I say that because you need to find that person through your search, you're narrowed it down to five people, that really bounces off of you mm. naturally. It can't feel forced. No. It can't feel... Um, no, no. You know what I'm saying? I think the people that we're going after are are all pretty savvy on social media. Some of them have even taken television, radio broadcasting courses. Yeah. So they're really good mm-hmm. uh, in expressing themselves and very comfortable. And uh, we'll just have to wait and see who it is. But you mentioned Natasha Gargiulo, and, and I'm really looking forward to catching up with Natasha uh, later on tonight at the Much Dock and dinner. It, it's been so many years since I've seen Natasha, and we used to work together albeit she was in Montreal and I was in Toronto, but uh, we were on the same team. Yep. But uh, I miss her. And Natasha, if you're listening, uh, I can't wait to see you. And I know she's been on this podcast. <laughs> yes, she has. Yeah. Yep. Numerous times. Like, yep. am I the One only? One time. Am I the you're only double dipper? Uh, you are. So far? The, or I'm trying to think. Have I had? A re- I think I had. Who is my repeat? Oh, yes. Viva Fry. So that's why I'm scratching in my head. Why isn't there like a nice spread of food out then? You know? Maybe, uh, I did, maybe you're thinking he's going to come back anyway. I don't need to entice him. No, because I think, friends, I'm, so yeah. com- I'm so comfortable with you that it doesn't matter. Who am I trying to impress? Rick Campanelli? Exactly. Uh, but do you hear my, my stomach house. growling by now? Yeah, so now it's, it's, it's time it's, to go. Yeah. <laughs> Have we covered everything we wanted to cover? Anything else you want to add? My inner feeding clock yeah. is going off, my alarm. No, that's enough for now. That's a lot. <laughs> I do have a few other things up my sleeve that I'm working on, but I nice. can't really give you all those details yet, yeah. but that's for trip number three in this seat i can't wait rick best of luck with the new podcast any help or advice that you need any call late you night right calls yeah. i could help you out whatever you need i'm there for you thanks frank i and, know you uh, yeah. big hello to your uh, beautiful wife angie your two sons and your older son three sons three your sons two youngest young. youngest sons <laughs> you got it older son who's taller than you and your dad who i love he's the best uh, your your brothers uh, i just met sister. once yeah, yeah but yeah, i think your brothers I, I know very well you're fantastic. You've stayed true to who you are. You're still that kid Punk from kid out of you're, Hamilton. You're the kid out of Hamilton. Yeah, I hope that so. never changed and never change. Oski wee wee. Oski wee wee. Go cats. Hey, are they? They're still in it. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm I taking don't my dad the to the Great Cup. It's in Hamilton, and yeah. uh, hopefully the Tiger Cats are there. Excellent. They'll be meeting up with Montreal, I believe, in the first oh, round. Oh nice. Of the playoffs, Maybe I should so, pay attention. <laughs> yeah, well, that's okay. I'll be coming. We're going to be coming to Montreal if they host. If nice. Montreal hosts. Okay. If Hamilton hosts. Will you come uh, to Hamilton to watch the game? Maybe. Yeah? Do CFL? A, uh, where, where am I crashing? Am I crashing? Uh, my place. Oh, okay, okay, good. I'm I just crashing get, at your place. I don't have to get a town. hotel in downtown no, Hamilton. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'll keep you away from those parts. <laughs> oh, Hamilton's beautiful. It's a beautiful city. Yeah. Come on. You're, you're, every, just, every city has a, got We were coming parts. here before you found out, oh, this is in a really nice neighborhood. 
And we drove by the Hastings of Montreal. Yeah. The Hastings area of Montreal. I don't know what area that was, but please don't take me back there. Yeah, we went through. On the way home? Yeah, I didn't even realize we we drove into that area. Lock your doors in that area. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. It's, and Montreal doesn't have too many bad no, areas. No, I, I love I love Montreal. Yeah, it's I love fantastic Montreal. city. So Rick, let's go out and get some food in Old Montreal, perhaps. Now you want to go to Old Montreal? It's going to be traffic on the cobblestone streets. <laughs> Rick Campanelli, thank you so much. Love you, man. Hey, love you, Appreciate Frank. it. Thanks, man. That was a lot of fun. Thanks. Always, always tons of fun. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks so much for watching and for listening to episode 137 of the Drive-By Podcast, sponsored by Les Delices Lafrenet. Five Montreal locations for the best desserts, custom cakes, whatever you're looking for, whatever themed cake you want, they have it. They'll build it with you either in-store or check them out online. It's lesdelicesLafrenet.com. The Drive-By. The Drive-By Podcast is brought to you by OwnSpace, your all-in-one real estate point of sale.